Echo Sunday service. Today is the start of our brand new super fresh series called Yoo-Hoo! 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 It's all about balancing self and God's word. If you are as excited as I am, light up the comment section below. We want to say thank you for your continued generosity. Because of that generosity, we are prepping another round of 200 joy boxes to drop some joy and light on our community's doorstep. Some of you are not able to give, but there is something you can do. Share this video. If you are excited about this series, share it. If today's service spoke to you, share it. If you like it, share it. Or if you're on YouTube, we would love to have you subscribe. We are continually creating content that builds and goes beyond Sunday service throughout the week, and we don't want you to miss it. If you are new to Echo Sunday service, expect this to last a little over 30 minutes. We'll start with a song, Andy and Christy will speak, we'll take a moment of reflection, and we'll wrap up with hearing closing thoughts from Echo's beloved host, Scott, who I heard might be sharing some epic dad jokes. Lastly, let us know how we can pray for you. Comment on this video or email us your prayer requests. Let's do this together. Hi, I'm Allison Smith. And I'm Brandon Smith. And today we'll be reading Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 8. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your graciousness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, and whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence, and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. So this is a verse that we try to live by, to remember in every situation to go to God in prayer. And that when we do go to God in prayer, he does give us his peace. And so that is our prayer for you this week, is that you will experience God's peace. And along with his peace, just remember to focus on the good things, the excellent things that God is doing and um, that he has done for us. That's our prayer for you this week, is that you would be able to rest in God's peace and that you would find his joy and share his joy with those around you.
met the King of God in the wind inside of my sails, the anchor in the
series that we are calling you who our hope is to leverage a personality typing system called the Enneagram to help you reveal your deepest darkest parts of oneself (laughs) along with the Enneagram what we want to do is we want to use God's Word to help us move past the reveal that the Enneagram might provide and begin to take steps into restoration and a refinement process. So basically, buckle up. Buckle up, suckers. It's about to get real. (laughs) It should be fun. It should be revealing. And it also should be very challenging. Uh, It's definitely been all those things for Christy and I. And so when when we say the Enneagram, what are some things that come to mind? Oh, man. Life-changing, sucker punch, uncomfortable. Or a punch to the gut? Should I say punch to the gut? <laughs> you can say whatever better. you want. You might have just said both. If I were to put it in just a simple explanation of what it's done for me is I caught myself for my entire adult life either thinking it or saying it. Well, this is who I am. Deal with it. Or I acted like that, like with Andy. You know, like, well, you married me. This is how I am. And it has been a crazy process for me for the past two years when I started diving into the Enneagram of, I think self-awareness is so important, but there's been so much restoration in my life in the past two years. And I'm still on the journey of like, okay, I do these things, but why do I do it? Or why do I react this way? Or when I'm stressed, I go here. Or when I'm doing really well and I'm really healthy, I go here. And I think for me, it's understanding it about myself, what I do, but then my relationships, like how Andy is when he's stressed or when he's healthy. And I just think that I love typing systems. I love personality 
stuff like the Myers-Briggs and Strength Finders and other ones that are out there. And they're great for just like giving you information like this is who you are, but this is taken a whole nother level. Like Christy, this is who you are and this is who God's called you to be, but you can do these things and there's still growth opportunities. There's still was blind spots in my life that I had no idea about. Uh, it, the Enneagram has helped me operate in grace with difficult people uh, to begin. <laughs> it's not limited to Christy. Uh, or my children, but um, the more you understand self, uh, I believe is when we can really start understanding other people at that same level as well. And the more you understand self, the more you should understand the more grace you need. And mm -hmm. if you need a lot of grace, uh, then you should be given a lot of grace. I kind of think of the scripture about what you sow is what you will reap and i'm just excited about this enneagram series because i believe that it can start defining um, areas where we should allow god to begin to work in mm -hmm. uh, in areas where we just need more grace or maybe we need to give more grace to someone else yeah so that's what i'm excited about yeah and i just think it's so easy for us to focus on other people or whether it's your coworkers or it's your family or just people you're in relationship with, we can always be looking at them with the binoculars or a magnifying glass, but it's this inner working that I've been on as a journey, in a journey. I've, it's been an inner working for me the past two years of just really evaluating a lot of things. And I feel like I can love better, I can be better, and I understand myself, so I understand other people more. And it's it's been a beautiful process. And I, I mean, what, what better timing than the pandemic when we're home a lot to do some self-discovery? Mm. Yeah, so the you who is just a survival guide. Basically. <laughs> when you're stuck at home with the people that you're closest to. Our goal is just for you guys to make it what you want to make it. And... Just we want to challenge you to be open and take the test and do some reading, listen to some podcasts, join us on this journey. And at the same time, looking at scripture and just leaning into God and asking yourself questions maybe you've never asked before. And so it's, it's a fun process. And I really believe with all of my heart that it can, it can teach you, it can change you, and you can learn a lot about yourself through the Enneagram. Uh, where do we start? We'll start by checking out the book of James. Chapter one, verse 22 says this, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets who, the, who he looks like. But whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it, they will be blessed by what they do. What I love about the scripture that I just read is that concept of looking in the mirror. If I'm looking at myself and I walk away and I forget what I look like, it's the same thing when we read the Bible and I read scripture and what God's telling us to do or how to live and I don't apply it to my life. It's the same with the Enneagram. I think that has been the biggest takeaway for me is yes, you can take a test and be like, I'm this number and this is who I am. And then it stops there. But what we wanna 
do in this process with you guys is learning about the Enneagram, applying it to your life, allowing God to help you with your restoration. And then at the same time, looking at the word, applying it to your life and putting those two together. Christy and I, in the process of restoration and honestly just becoming better people, uh, we've learned one thing. And that one thing is this, is the biggest roadblock many times to restoration is ourselves. I just want to ask you a few questions. When was the last time you considered yourself? Considered self? When was the last time you looked deep within? And I just want to unpack a few words today out of James's analogy so we can understand it just slightly a little bit better in the process of trying to utilize and leverage the Enneagram, but also reflect God's word in our soul so that we might be that better person that God wants us to be. Can I hear an amen? Amen. <laughs> amen. Uh, verse 22, it says, Don't deceive yourself by only hearing what the word says, but do it. For whoever hears the word but doesn't do what it says is like a person who looks at his face in a mirror, and when he walks away, he immediately forgets what he looks like. It's kind of a ridiculous analogy, uh, but I think we miss some of the deeper concepts by simply just glancing over it, just like the man does with his face, or at least we're led to believe. And so that first word I want to look at is that word look in Greek. It could also be translated to perceive to understand or to consider attentively. I don't know about you, but the first million times I've read this, that's the way I kind of took this analogy that a man looks in the mirror really quick and then walks away forgetting one, oneself and how he looks. But what the word actually means is for a man to consider attentively and then walk away forgetting how he looks. And so the second word that I want to just kind of chew on just for a moment is the word natural. Uh, you don't really see it in our, we don't see it in our translations, uh, but it's there in the Greek. And that word natural actually is just before the word in English that we use is face. But the word natural can mean origin or ancestry or genesis. Actually, we could use it, uh, we could say this, that that there's this connotation of your roots and your wiring. So let me just reread this uh, in, in my paraphrase, my best paraphrase. Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who considers attentively his roots and his wiring in a mirror. And after looking at himself, he goes away immediately forgetting what he looks like. See, I believe John isn't dissing looking at oneself, at oneself in a mirror. He's actually encouraging us to look within. And after we consider and understand, we begin to apply God's word to our condition. So what is our point? Enneagram is not everything. But we believe it can be a tool to help you dig up and reveal your genesis. How you are wired. Understanding how you adapt to situations, how you survive, what do you do when you're thriving? 
There's so many angles with this, but what we wanna remind you today is that you were created with a purpose. You are not a mistake. You are not an accident. You were made for a purpose. That's right. So, so where do we go from here? There's really just three things that, that I wanna encourage us all to do, that this is the best time to begin to clean the mirror. This is a great time to, to look deep within. And third, to let God shine the light in the darkness in the deepest spaces of our life. Cleaning the mirror, what, what does that mean? It's time to get real, y'all. <laughs> we gotta get real with ourselves. Yeah. And seriously, real with, like, when I am real with myself and then I'm real with God, I'm real in my relationships, I have a clean mirror. Things change, I grow. And it's what God wants us to do. And if we can become real with ourselves, we might become real with God. And mm -hmm. our hope is that we'll be real with others. I think of the scripture about how we're supposed to love the Lord your God with all of our heart, mm -hmm. with all of our soul, with all of our mind, and to love our neighbors as ourself. Mm -hmm. Becoming real with ourselves, the hope is some of us we can truly begin to love ourselves for who god has made us the second concept is that god is calling us to look deep uh, and that's only possible with the help of the holy spirit to guide us to guide us to use a a tool uh, the tool is not inspired but we believe god's word is and that the holy spirit wants to bring us and call us to those deep spaces yeah, so I mean, yes, clean the mirror. But then the second step is to look deep. When we say that, it's even some of you, maybe you avoid the mirror. Maybe you avoid it altogether. Like you walk past it and you don't want to even look. You don't want to look at yourself. Or maybe you've had a painful past or there's hurt in your life where you're, you're not, you feel unequipped. But we believe that the Holy Spirit is here right now and he wants to help guide you. Yeah. He wants to speak to you. He is. He has things to say as you look at yourself. And the third one is we want to let God shine some light into those deep spaces of our life. We want to begin to not just read God's word, but apply it to our life. And in that application, we believe that God is going to reveal our strengths. He's going to reflect light in those deep spaces and reveal our strengths begin to reveal our weaknesses and also show some traps that we keep falling into every now and then. And when we fall in those traps, we're surprised. But I'm telling you, we don't need to be surprised. And I believe the Enneagram is going to help reveal those things. If there's anything that I have learned through this is that I, I had this picture of a flashlight. You know, when you're in a super dark room and a flashlight's on and it feels blaring, it's like bright and you're squinting or maybe you're turning away from it because it's uncomfortable or it hurts your eyes. That is probably how this is gonna feel in the beginning where for me, when I started diving into the Enneagram, there was things, there was blind spots, there was things that were blaring at me. And I was like, wow, that's really how I am? Or this is what I do? You know, they always say like, as you take the test or as you start exploring, the things that maybe make you cringe, or those are, that's probably your number. It's probably who you are. But we just want to challenge you guys to not stop there, 
to allow God to yep. shine his light because you'll get used to it and then yep. you'll start getting more confident. Yep. And it's not using it as a crutch. Like I said earlier, it's a starting point. Yep. But God wants to shine his light in our life, in our darkest, in our deepest spots, and for us to evaluate all of that so we can live a restored, healthy, fulfilled life. Amen. Amen. So there's really two steps that we want uh, and, and feel that you should take. Number one, uh, we, we want to help you reveal what type of personality that you will engage with in within the Enneagram. And so we, we're going to provide some of that content via podcast or maybe funny videos uh, Emails. And, and some tests for you to take or a test to help reveal that. But I want to re- reiterate this one thing. The test is not going to provide what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Jesus will. We believe that Jesus came here 2,000 years ago, not as an idea, not as a story, but as a person. And he came as that light, as that flashlight, so that we might have eternal life. Now, eternal life isn't something that happens in the future. It's something that happens now. That God wants to provide a rescue, and it can be done, and it can be realized through Jesus Christ. Jesus wants to have a relationship with us, and we want to invite you into that relationship with Christ. And we believe the best way to do that, at least the best way to start, is to pray a prayer like we're gonna pray this morning. So why don't you pray this along with us? Jesus, I surrender. I have more questions than answers, but I choose to follow you anyway. I acknowledge that you lived, you died, and you rose again, all with us in mind. I accept the rescue that you offer. Save me and lead me. In Jesus' name and his authority, amen. Right now, we're gonna just enter a moment of worship and we just ask that you just take this time to reflect about everything we just talked about and be open and honest with God. And so if you just wanna join me as I pray for our time, God, we just come to you right now and I just pray for every single person joining in. I pray for you to enter our homes, our hearts, and our minds. I pray for the transformation and the restoration that is in the works right now, God. And I just pray for every single person that you will meet them where they're at and that you will speak life over them. Amen. Amen.
God, thank you for who you are. Thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for the journey that we're on. In Jesus' name, amen. Andy and Christy earlier in the message prayed a prayer of surrender. Now, if you said that prayer for the first time or the first time in a long time, would you text the word rescued to 97,000? Or would you email us? We want to connect with you and help guide you. We want to be some support for you. Now, this week, we wrapped up the pizzas for school employees. Thank you, Echo Church, for your generosity financially. And thank you to all those generous volunteers who gave of all their time to make this such a big success. We as a church and as individuals are blessed to be a blessing. And this week, what a cool blessing we were. At Echo Church, you can give two ways. One is you can text the amount you want to give to 84321, or you can follow the prompts on our website. If you're able and have the means to give, would you please do so? And if you don't have the means or you have a need, don't be afraid to ask. Andy and Christy mentioned looking at ourselves in the mirror in the message. Now, I'm not one for looking at myself in the mirror too much, but according to a study, somewhere between 25 and 75% of the time that we are on a Zoom call, we are staring at ourselves. Now, we heard Pastor Andy introduce a new tool called the Enneagram. Using scripture alongside this tool could be maybe that mirror that would allow us to look at our natural selves, our true selves, taking off everything else. Now think of today as the smallest introduction. The next few weeks are gonna be amazing. We are very deliberate to keep Sunday online services to about 35 minutes. With that in mind, we have a lot of content to come out over multiple platforms during this series. Make sure you take advantage of those resources. But I have one huge request. Would you make sure and do this one thing? Would you make sure you're subscribed to our email list? Use the link below if you're not. We're gonna email you an Enneagram test tomorrow, so make sure you get signed up. If you wanna go deeper, make sure you like us on Facebook. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast, follow us on Instagram, and make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube page. Now my friend, Sam I Am, said that I was gonna tell a dad joke today. So here you go. Did you know that the first French fries weren't actually cooked in France? Did you know that? They were actually cooked in Greece. Have a great week, everybody.